Hello and welcome to Bible Podlets. I'm Albert. And I'm Kerry. We're so happy you've joined us. Bible Podlets is a Bible study and discussion podcast for all ages. We'd encourage you to listen together, children with parents or children's workers, and to pause the episode if you can and talk about the stories and questions that will come up. Hey Albert, have you ever played Would You Rather? It's a game where someone poses a dilemma of two options and the other person or people have to say which option they would rather choose. Yeah, that sounds fun. Have you got any, have you got any would you rather questions that you can ask me? Yeah, and you can play along at home if you want to too. How about this one? Would you rather live in a theme park or a zoo? Oh, a theme park or a zoo? I I would I would rather live in a theme park. Ooh, would I get that? to go on all the rides? Yeah, of course you would. Oh yeah, yeah. Theme park. <laughs> theme park. I think I'd pick zoo. You know, I think given my choice again, I might be. I wish I'd been like a, a zoologist or something. So I think I'd pick zoo. Right. Would you rather eat no chocolate at Easter or no turkey at Christmas? Oh, wow. <laughs> um. Hmm. I would say turkey at Christmas. No would, turkey? Yeah, because, eh, turkey, I mean, turkey only comes out at, at Christmas, doesn't it? <laughs> Not in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I can't seem to buy turkey any other time of year unless it's like minced or something. So, And there are plenty of other meats that I would enjoy. Yeah, okay, no turkey. Right, another one. Would you rather be completely bald or covered from head to toe with hair? Oh, I'd rather be completely bald. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that one. <laughs> if I was covered in hair, that would be far too much hassle than yeah, it was worth. too high maintenance. Right, would you rather only be able to whisper or have a permanently loud voice? Wow. Um, that, that genuinely is quite tricky. <laughs> a per- permanently loud voice or just whispering? Um... Well, it's worked all right for Brian Blessed, so I would have a, a permanently loud voice. <laughs> Shout out if you're listening. Yeah, perhaps that's, that's less annoying than people always saying, pardon, what? Yeah. <laughs> I can't hear what you're saying. Right, let's do one more. Would you rather be constantly itchy or constantly sticky? That's really hard. Both are equally unpleasant for me. <laughs> um, itchy. I, th- I think itchy rather itchy. than sticky. Yeah, st- sticky is really... Yeah, when it gets hot and sticky, th- that's worse than if I have an itch. <laughs> it is a tough one. <laughs> that was... Well, that was really interesting, really fun. I really hope none of those things happen to me, except for maybe the theme park or the zoo. I don't mind either. Yeah. But I, I like theme parks. And it was really difficult trying to decide which was which was the better option. I know, sometimes it's more about picking the option that you kind of want to avoid the least rather than the option that's something that you'd actually want to choose. Now, that this reminds me actually of uh, the woman in today's story who had to make uh, a choice. Yeah, she decided that she'd rather go out in the baking hot sun in the middle of the day than go out when it was cooler and risk bumping into the other women in her village. Well, I wonder why. Let's listen to what happens in this week's news story and find out. Hey 
society in Samaria. I mean, who is she? <coughs> who? Uh, uh, welcome to this special live news report from uh, Samaria. I'm uh, Holly Than Thou. Our top story today, we hear the latest Jesus scandal to rock Israel that people are calling hashtag Wellgate. The latest of scandals involving Galilean carpenter turned wine wizard Jesus has been brought to light from Samaria this week. As he was on his way north to Galilee, he stopped at Jacob's Well, our most famous tourist destination. Whilst he was resting, he started speaking to a Samaritan woman. And it was later reported uh, that the woman and many from her village had become followers of Jesus. I've been forced, I mean asked, to uh, come here by my producer to hear what has happened. Joining me now is the Samaritan woman in question. So, what happened? Like it matters. My day started off quite normal, really. I did some chores and then went to get water from the well. You know, after all the other women had been for theirs. <laughs> well, we all know why. Yeah. Well, when I got there, this Jewish man was sat down by the well and he asked me to get him a drink. <sighs> well, that's ridiculous. Why would Jesus, a Jew, ask for a drink from you, a Samaritan? That's not right. Thanks. Um, well, I said to him, the Samaritans don't normally serve Jews, but he said that if I knew who he was, I'd be asking him for living water. How could he do that? He didn't even have a bucket. What on earth did he mean by that? He said that if I drank living water from him, then I'd never be thirsty again, and he'd become a fountain of eternal life. Oh. He told me to go get my husband, and I, I said I didn't have one. He said he knew that already, and that I'd had five before the current man I'm living with. So, had you met him before? No, but that's the thing. I thought he was some sort of prophet. But then he told me he was the Messiah, and that a time was coming where everyone will worship in spirit and in truth. Well, I ran back to the village and told literally everyone. And what happened then? Loads of people from the village came out to hear him speak. And then we invited him to come and stay with us. Thank you, Miss Woman at the Well, for speaking with us today. Jesus stayed here in the village for two days and has made quite a difference in this Samaritan community, which I can clearly see. They now firmly believe that Jesus is the Messiah and that he has come to be the saviour of the world. Jesus continues to transform communities everywhere he goes and he is certainly getting attention from all in Israel and even from this news presenter. That's all from the news today. I'm Holly Than Thou, and I'll see you again next time. An interesting interview there from Holly. We're going to talk about today's story together, and we have some questions for you to think about. We also encourage you to pause the podcast if you can, and talk about the questions together, and then press play when you're ready to carry on. Nowadays, it's not strange for men and women to talk to each other, but back when Jesus lived, it didn't happen. No, it didn't. But Jesus didn't care about doing things differently. Now, later in the story, we learn that this woman had done some things wrong, and that her village didn't agree with many of her choices. So we see that she went to the well in the middle of the day, when it was really, really hot. All the other women in the village would have gone earlier in the morning together, uh, when it would have been cooler, so they would have talked together and were probably most likely quite close. So we've already come to our first question for today. 
Why would the woman have made sure she went to the well alone? The question again. Why would the woman have made sure that she went to the well alone? Feel free to pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to continue. Because of the wrong things the woman had done in her past, her village probably weren't very nice to her. So she would have gone to the well alone to avoid the other women from the village saying nasty things about her to her face. Yeah, that's right. It's never nice to be singled out by those around you for something you've done. She must have felt very lonely and ashamed. Back in those days, if you did things wrong, people were very judgmental and would often have nothing to do with you as you were seen as unclean to be around. No one would want to talk to you at all. So this woman went to the well alone to avoid other people. But when she gets there, Jesus is sat down next to it and he asks her for a drink. We've come to our next question for today. Why was it strange that Jesus asked the Samaritan woman for a drink? The question again. Why was it strange that Jesus asked the Samaritan woman for a drink? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to carry on. Well, first of all, it would have been strange for Jesus, a man, to talk to a woman by himself anyway. It just wasn't done back then. And second, Jesus was a Jew, and the woman was a Samaritan. And as we've heard from our news story already, Jews and Samaritans didn't mix with each other. And then to top it off, The woman was an outcast because of the bad choices she'd made. But it's really great to know that Jesus doesn't care about these things and they have a really interesting conversation. After Jesus asked the woman for a drink, she says that Jesus shouldn't even ask her because he is a Jew. But instead of agreeing, Jesus says something very strange. Yeah, he says, if you recognise God's gift and who is saying to you, give me some water to drink, you would be asking him and he would give you living water. So Jesus is saying to the woman that if she knew who he really was, she would ask him for living water. But that's not all. Jesus also said, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks from the water that he will give will never be thirsty again. The water that he gives will become in those who drink it a spring of water that bubbles up into eternal life. Oh wow, that doesn't sound like the normal water you get from a tap or in a bottle, does it? (laughs) Definitely not. It's the type of water that means you never get thirsty again. So we've come on to our next question. What did Jesus mean by saying he could give the woman living water? The question again. What did Jesus mean by saying he could give the woman living water? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together, and then press play when you're ready to carry on. The living water that Jesus is talking about is eternal life. Yes, because Jesus is the Son of God, and when we ask for him to live inside us, It means that we can spend forever with him in heaven. When we drink from the water Jesus gives us, we never need anything else to make us happy because knowing Jesus is the best thing that we could ever have. Back to our story now. After Jesus tells the woman this, he asks her to go and tell her husband, but she tells him she doesn't have one. In fact, he showed her that he knew everything about her life by saying how many husbands she'd had in her life. Wow. 
If someone I'd never met before told me everything I'd ever done, I'd be amazed. Yeah, I would too. And the woman was as well. In fact, she recognised that Jesus was special and asked him if he was a prophet. But he said he was more than a prophet. He said he was the Messiah. The Messiah was said to be the Jewish saviour of the world, the person who would bring everyone back into friendship with God. Well, that certainly was big news. So the woman ran off to her village and told everyone she could about her conversation with Jesus. And as we heard from our news story before, they came out to meet Jesus and hear what he had to say. We've come to our next question. The woman was changed by Jesus. How did that affect her community? The question again. The woman was changed by Jesus. So how did that affect her community? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to carry on. The community were really pleased to hear what Jesus had to say. And the Bible says that many of them became followers of him. They even invited him to stay with them for a few days. But it's still strange that Jesus even went there, isn't it? Not any other Jew travelling between Galilee and Jerusalem would have taken a longer route just to avoid seeing any Samaritans. To a regular Jewish person, it was strange. But as we've seen and heard, Jesus doesn't care much for the divisions we all put up around us. He definitely went there for a reason. Nothing Jesus does is ever an accident. We've come to our last question. Why did Jesus go to Samaria when the Jewish people would have avoided it? The question again, why did Jesus go to Samaria when the Jewish people would have avoided it? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to continue. By purposely going to Samaria, Jesus shows us that the good news of who he is is for everyone, no matter where they are from, their background, where they live and what they believe. Everyone can come to Jesus, say sorry for the things they've done wrong and be accepted by him. Isn't that great? And it's also true for people who don't believe they can be accepted because of their past sin. Just like the woman at the well. She accepted and believed in Jesus and was forgiven, even when those around her wouldn't even speak to her. If you believe something negative about yourself or someone has said hurtful things about you that you now believe, We invite you to pray to Jesus and be reminded of how loved and accepted you really are. If you're not sure how to do this, then ask your adult to help you. So we've come to our part of the podcast where we play a game or have a little bit of fun. Albert, I think you've prepared a game for us, haven't you? Yes, I have, Kerry. Um, In our story today, the woman and Jesus went for a drink, so I thought we would play a game of I'm going to the kitchen. Here are the rules. I'll start with a sentence. I'm going to the kitchen and I'm going to get something. And then I'll name a drink. Uh, Then you'll say the same sentence, repeat my drink, and then add your own drink to the list. We carry on with the list of drinks getting longer and longer until someone forgets or runs out of time or hesitates for too long. Does that sound good? That sounds good. Let's go. Let's play. Okay. I'm going to the kitchen and I'm going to get apple juice. 
I'm going to the kitchen and I'm going to get apple juice and blackcurrant squash. I'm going to the kitchen and I'm going to get apple juice, blackcurrant squash and a cup of tea. I'm going to the kitchen and I'm going to get apple juice, blackcurrant squash, a cup of tea and a glass of water. I'm going to the kitchen and I'm going to get apple juice, blackcurrant squash, a cup of tea, a glass of water and a bottle of coke. (laughs) Pinch my next one. I'm going to the kitchen and I'm going to get an apple juice, a blackcurrant squash, a cup of tea, a glass of water, a bottle of coke and a Fanta lemon. Okay. Uh, This is getting really hard. I'm going to the kitchen and I'm going to get an apple juice, a blackcurrant squash, a glass of water, a cup of tea. I've done it in the wrong order. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Ah, I lose. (laughs) I'm really bad at memory games. (laughs) Oh, dear. Perhaps you might like to have a go at playing I went to the kitchen yourselves at home. And how did you get on joining in with Would You Rather at the beginning of the episode? You can tell us via our social media accounts. We are on Facebook at BDBE Updates and on Twitter and Instagram at BDB of E. And you can find more episodes of Bible Podlets and free discussion notes for each episode to use in children's groups at church on our website at bdeducation.org.uk. Unfortunately, that's all from us for this episode, but we hope to see you again next time. Bye! Bible Podlets was a Blackburn Diocese Board of Education production. It was written by David Harris and Sarah Earnshaw and edited and produced by David Harris. Bible Podlets is a free resource. For more resources, visit bdeducation.org.uk.